You are now listening to The Efficacy of Truth with Brother Woods here on At A Church Radio. Praise the Lord. Welcome to the Efficacy of Truth for today, Wednesday, February 23rd, 2022. Uh, I remember when I was a child, every time you saw a date after the year 2000, it was the future, and uh, it was like sci-fi world, and now we're living in it, and we're 20 years past that. It's 2022. 20 years. And uh, it's just crazy to think that this is where we are, but this is where God placed us. Amen? Amen. We, um, unfortunately, we had some beautiful weather last two days, Monday and Tuesday, and I say unfortunately because today <laughs> it turned back into winter again, and lest we forget that it is February, it is not spring yet, Amen. Um, but we're still praising God anyways, and we're enjoying uh, the days that the Lord gives us, amen? Amen, amen. So good to have you here in the studio, Brother Woods. It's good to be here, Brother Sam, as usual, in excellent company <laughs> all the times, and uh Thank God for another opportunity to uh, come before the people that on the podcast and hoping that something could be said uh, to encourage and use Amen. Uh, for the uh, kingdom of the Lord. Uh, I had uh, something on my mind. I was going to go another way, but I decided to, well, it was impressed on me to come back to something that we had talked about. Mm-hmm. Oh, it might have been first of the year, maybe a little later, and uh, we had a segment uh on laws, mm-hmm. if you remember that. And uh, laws are very important. Uh, we've got uh, man's law, then we have God's law. And uh, a lot of times, a lot of times, there is a conflict of interest in those laws. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was looking at Genesis, Brother Sam, and uh, the, the uh, creative acts and the creative days and everything that God, I'm not going to, uh, I'm just going to, reference to the scriptures. I'm not going to go to them because I have a few because it can get kind of lengthy. When we look at the creative acts and the creative days uh, that God had purpose and that he had done, those things are entailed a lot more than just him speaking into existence. The uh, green herbs, uh, the birds, the oceans, mm-hmm. the, the, the firmament, the heavens, and uh, the host thereof, the earth, the moon, the stars, the sun. When I look at it, and I'm looking at it on the scope, on the grand scope, these are commands. These are the laws of God. He spoke mm-hmm. to him. I mean, mm-hmm. we didn't really kind of realize it. We think of uh, Leviticus where he gave different laws, you know, civil law, ceremonial law, dietary law, <clears throat> laws how to handle one another in business and everything. But before anything was ever written, God's laws is reign supreme. Mm-hmm. And we Amen. know that these are laws because, you know, we, we often talk about, oh, the laws of nature, the laws of physics, you know, uh, the things that concern the body. When God spoke things into existence, these things were truths. They, were, they are still immutable. The mm-hmm. sun is still rising and setting. Right. We still have the seasons, uh, uh, winter, spring, summer, and fall. 
these things go on without fail. We have nature in itself reproducing uh, trees and leaves and grass and all sorts of uh, aquatic life. These things God has spoken to existence long before there was anything ever written. And we see that these things have a purpose and a balance. Right. And we see that laws of God are things that we we see that there, there are laws of God everywhere that we see governing life on earth mm-hmm. and you know beyond. Mm-hmm. So we know that we see the consistency, consistency of God's law when he spoke. Yes. It's mm-hmm. relevant and without these things we we lose balance. Mm-hmm. And we see what the, now we, we have a we have different opinions about global warming and, and, and the like. But I must say this very flat-footedly and, 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 pro- and profoundly. Certain things are going on that are judgmental in scope because the balance has been upset by mankind because they have violated or attempted to, to violate or twist the laws of God. Mm-hmm. And we said we just, we just, I was reading something the other day, uh, uh, Brother Sam, and you might have seen it, uh, Brazil. One of the most beautiful, beautiful country over there. Mm. Beautiful, beautiful country. You know, uh, uh, the flora and fauna over there are just beautiful. But due to uh, uh, farming and they're taking uh, land and, you know, their deforestation and what have you for, for mining and different things that, you know, mankind has instituted, they're stripping the land of the natural resources. And there was a, a giant mudslide. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see some of these houses in Brazil that they're built, that they were built on a slope of uh, anywhere from 55 to 60 degrees on a slope of that. You know, that 45 degrees is pretty, pretty, <laughs> yeah. pretty terrible. Yeah. But, you know, they were violating the law when they mm. went past this 45-degree threshold. Mm. And, uh, and then you stripped the, the, the timber and the vegetation off. There's nothing to hold those. And they have heavy range there, of course, oh, you yeah. already know. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, then it's just a cascade of earth just... Climb down here, and anybody's ever seen one or been near one, we know that's a devastating because it comes down with a, with a vengeance, and it's very, very devastating. So, but I said that I picked that one instance because of the violation of the laws of God. Anytime I'm looking, Brother Sam, and you can you know chime in at any time because I know you have beautiful thoughts about things, and we look at things differently, but the same. Uh, we're going to have some kind of paradoxical effect because God says one thing, man says another, and there's there, there there's there, there's a tug there in nature and everything. And we we see it, you know, we, we see it very earnestly. You know, like I said, you know, there's a there's schools of thought on on the things that happen, but we know God is in control of everything that does happen. And mankind with his wisdom and his knowledge has twisted and perverted the things that God has commanded. And these things have an effect, you know, and in this we, we went into the uh, segment here a few few months ago about balance and laws. And uh, I'd like to touch on that, but I'd like to get mm. your thought on what we'll mm. be saying so sure. far. Well, it's interesting when you, when you mention how in Genesis, God creates the heaven and the earth, but he's also establishing the patterns of reality. 
Yes, sir. He's establishing truth uh, in our universe. I, I did a study not too long ago, maybe less than a year ago, and uh, it just, I'd never noticed it because when you read the Bible in English, you don't notice these things. But the word for God in Genesis 1 is the word Elohim, Elohim. which is, um, you could say a name of God, but it's really almost more of a, a designation of the class of being that he is, if mm-hmm. you will. You know, he's the magistrate or ruler over all of Overall. everything. But the first time that the personal uh, name of God is used, Yahweh or Jehovah, is in Genesis 2, verse 4. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at the lens, when, when you look at Genesis 1 through that context, you realize that in some sense, Genesis 1 is slightly impersonal. He's not, he's not, he's not having a relationship with man in there. He's basically, mm-hmm. it's if you imagine, you know, in a medieval times, a king issuing commands, as yes, you sir. said, yes, and sir. then there's, you know, the scribe taking down, yes, all right, this must happen first. And the scribe says, yes, okay, sir. write that first. Yes, sir. And he says, now this happens. And then he writes that down. And that's really more of the format of Genesis 1 is, is more of this is a ruler and he is laying out the groundwork for this is how reality will consist exactly. and how everything's going to run. And then in chapter two, it kind of zooms in a little bit and then you get the personal relationship between God and man. And that's when he breathes life and, you know, it's, it gets more specific on his relationship with man. And just seeing that in that context and understanding that God is both. He is he is the ruler overall and he's also the friend of mankind. Um, but it, it, it then, you then treat some of those verses, as you were saying, a little more of, okay, these are, these are the parameters parameters for reality, right? This is the Amen. way everything Amen. operates. Uh, and when you understand those things, it, 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 of course, you know, anybody who believes in the Bible understands that this obliterates a lot of false notions about the way man came to be and about, you know, our relationship with the universe and those kind of things. Uh, but he doesn't, he doesn't spend time, um, as any king, he doesn't spend time saying at the very outset, well, here's why I can tell you what to do. He just starts doing it. Yes, he it just is. starts saying, this yes, is the is. way things are. Yes, it is. And uh, we have to understand that first and foremost, you know, the fear of God is, is yes, the beginning absolutely. of wisdom. And at the very out, out, outset, before he says, I'm a friend to mankind, he says, I am the king. The king, yes, yes. L-O-M. I can really appreciate that because it really does lend way to the knowledge and the sovereignty mm-hmm. of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, my thought was, and this was a silly thought, uh, why is grass green? Mm-hmm. Why wasn't it purple or blue? Mm-hmm. But in the sovereign will of God, he said it's right. green right. <clears throat> yeah. because it's going to be connected to another thing. We know that sunlight and and and, and water are all mm-hmm. in the, 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 the facet of this grass being green, even, mm-hmm. even the... The, the photosynthesis and the part, you know, that gets down into the roots and the, the, the molecules on a molecular, molecular level. Everything gets down to such a minute detail, and we see the beauty of it with our eyes, but the mechanics of it is all God. Mm-hmm. And that's that, uh, that's that truth, and that's that wisdom of God, and that's, those are the laws of God being played out. We visualize, we see these, but everything around us is working in the parameters that God has set before he put man on the earth. Mm-hmm. And, and these, these things, it's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. And in the context of that, uh, I'm thinking about laws, and we had a segment last, like the segment that we had, and we got on uh, male and female. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that's a soft spot for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but nonetheless, we got to say it, and we sure. got to talk about it, because uh, we see everything else around us, being controlled and administered by the word of God. 
everything, everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, the essence of, you know, I mean, uh, uh, the birds, uh, the trees, uh, the, 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 the tree bearing fruit with the seed within itself. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, these things, they're continually happening and have been happening for a long, very, mm-hmm. very long time. Yeah. And but man in his wisdom has decided that there could be some differentiation in mm-hmm. what God had created mm-hmm. uh, things to how things to work Mm -hmm. that being the relationship between a man and a woman a husband and a wife and uh uh, children with parents now we we talked about uh if there if if there was a ever an indication of things going awry there's never going to be two men or two women producing offspring right ever right and if that was the case, you and I wouldn't be sitting here. Mm-hmm. Nobody in the entire world would ever, that it would just no population, no populations. Mm-hmm. But, you know, things are being upended, you know, different things and different categories of uh, individuals that have made this their preference to uh, upend the, the, uh, the, the knowledge and the sovereignty of God. And we're going to have a backlash. We're having it right now, mm. and we see that. You know, but we must, we must, you know, we the the, the sin that is exposed, but the, the love of God for the people that are in it. And I kind of like to look at. Um, uh, you can hear it, brothers. First Peter. Mm-hmm. It's First Peter, brother Sam, in uh, second chapter. I would have you read verses uh, 11, 11 through uh, seventeen. All right. Dearly beloved, I beseech you as strangers and pilgrims, abstain from fleshly lusts which war against the soul, having your conversation honest among the Gentiles, that whereas they speak against you as evildoers, they may by your good works, which they shall behold, glorify God in the day of visitation. Submit yourselves to every ordinance of man for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king as supreme, or unto governors as unto them that are sent by him for the punishment of evildoers, and for the praise of them that do well. For so is the will of God, that with well-doing ye may put to silence the ignorance of foolish men, mm-hmm. as free, excuse me, not using your liberty for a cloak of maliciousness, but as the servants of God. Honor all men, love the brotherhood, fear God, honor the king. Um, I had to read that in its entirety because I want to uh, pick out verse 13. And doing so... Submit yourself, submit, submit yourself to every ordinance or every institution for the Lord's sake, whether it be to the king or as supreme. Here again, mankind was given the responsibility to rule in God's stead. Mm-hmm. And righteous statutes and judgments were God's plan for mankind right. in order to, uh, to that they might commune with him and they might know him. Uh, the fact of it is that somewhere along the line, after the fall, it all started to fall to pieces. Mm-hmm. And in ordinance or laws that man makes should be just. We talked about uh, the, the uh, judgment in courts and the, the lady holding the scales with the blindfold on, you know, and the equity in, in administration of, of justice mm-hmm. and the, uh, the uh, penalty for breaking the law. But mankind in his wisdom has tilted that scale toward uh, situations and individuals that you know they clamor for their attention so law gets perverted and law gets uh justice gets stymied Mm -hmm. and we know that we see that very readily Mm -hmm. but here we say we see that uh uh, christians are supposed to obey every uh ordinance for the lord's sake uh 
up until a point, though, brothers, and we know that mm, sure. because when they conflict with the laws of God, right. and here we go as far as the things, as far as running smoothly and maintaining balance, mm. here we go, we don't have balance when we deviate from what God had purposed mm -hmm. for the human family to be. Uh, we have such an influx of uh, information as far as sexual orientation, uh, the way people are raised, the children are raised, and the fact that uh, I mean, we talked with Bishop, with a, we had a segment with Bishop, and we kind of uh, had a difference of opinion as far as how it got started. And uh, he looked at it from one point, and I was looking at it for another, from another point, but all together we were still talking about the same thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, we see, Brother Sam, that legislation has been introduced over a period of time, little by little, and it's changed the landscape of what mm -hmm. you know the, the difference between right and wrong, and 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 who's who's uh, uh, who's the lead and who's to follow, mm -hmm. and working with uh, the uh, union and contracts during my years of employment with the envelope industry, I was I was uh, privileged to see some of the laws uh, get better than some got worse, but the laws of uh, the EEOC and of the government to where you know you can't uh, discriminate against. Uh, uh, on the basis of religion, sex, or national origin, and uh, race, these things were very prevalent because people were getting abused. Mm -hmm. Because someone has a different lifestyle as far as who they get they, their gender identification with, on in the workplace, you can't treat them any different than you would another employee because their sexual orientation or their gender identification has nothing shouldn't have nothing to do with their work performance. But a lot of people got in trouble because they used the wrong word or made a snide remark for someone about someone about their race, color, or sexual orientation, and she get up in trouble. But the laws were made to protect from getting abused, and right. that, and that's understandable, you know, because uh, when we look at the, the the God, He's not going to abuse a person that's got their sexual orientation uh, though differently. But he will judge that person. Hmm. And these are sure. the things we have to look at. And I thought about that as far as the many cases that have came forth uh, with individuals that have Christian orientation, have their, 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 their idea of what they held on to God's principles and precepts about men and women. And I find that, uh, and I'll say this, this is just me, where are the Christian voices that should be speaking out louder than the LBGTQ, uh, that mm -hmm. organization. I keep getting the acronym mixed up. But there's a, I mean, there's, there seems to be a law in what the churches should be doing and saying and speaking out against these things. Mm -hmm. Because this group of people, and a certain age, they got things overturned. And it's not it's not it's not the same. And if we're looking we're we're looking into a, a different mindset. I like to, if I may, brother Sam, I like to read you an article that I read the other day. Mm -hmm. I saved it, uh, and it involves a uh, uh, a case that's going to be taken up uh, by the Supreme Court. Maybe you've already heard it about a web designer who won't work for same same sex couples. Mm. And Supreme Court on Tuesday agreed to take up the case of a graphic designer in Colorado who creates websites to celebrate weddings but does not want to work with same-sex couples out of religious objections. The court's decision means it will wade into another, uh, yet another bitter fight uh, next term put, uh, pitting a business owner who refuses to serve same-sex couples against a state law that bars discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation. Uh, 
we remember the baker they got in they got in trouble and the florist they got in trouble mm-hmm. uh, for years uh four years ago the court decided with a colorado baker who refused to make a cake for the same sake wedding that ruling however was uh, carefully tailored to the case at hand and was not a uh, broad but was not it was not as broad nationwide verdict on whether on whether the business could decline services to the same sex couples I think I said it was carefully tailored to the case at hand. It was not a broad nationwide verdict on whether business could decline services to the same sex couple based on religious objections. Earlier this year, the Washington State Florists, who refused to make you know, to make an arrangement for a couple out of religious objections to same sex marriage, withdrew a pending petition before the court uh, after announcing that she had settled or disputed. The new case out of the Colorado comes at the Supreme Court as uh, to the Supreme Court as the conservatives on the court have expanded religious religious liberty rights. Hallelujah. Mm. Uh, Lori Smith, who runs a company called uh, 303 Creative, seeks to expand her business into the area of wedding and has written a Web page explaining why she won't create websites for same-sex couples. But under a Colorado public accommodations law, she says she cannot post post the statement because of the state considers it illegal. Under Colorado Anti-Discrimination uh, Act, a company cannot publish any communication that in any case that a public accommodation service will be refused based on sexual orientation. Uh, Smith lost her case when a federal appeals court ruled against her. A decision, her lawyer said, amounted to the extreme position that the government may compel an artist or any artist to create uh, expressive con- expressive content, even if the contact contact violates the artist's faith. Hmm. Now, here again, I'm looking at the fact that when we started, how mankind or government officials we are supposed to be uh, every ordinance of the Lord for the Lord says Christians especially. But when those laws conflict, mm-hmm. then we have a monumental problem. Sure. My thought is, uh, Brother Sam, where is the voice of Christendom when we see this? I mean, we see it on the pages of news newspapers and whatever you still read newspapers. And we see that uh, the different statutes that have been changed and people, Christians are getting in real trouble. Mm. Real trouble. I mean, you know, they be, and being stripped of their rights. I mean, everybody else has the right to speak who, where, what, why, and when about who they are, mm. and they're proud of it. And but we, as a nation of Christians, I would like to to see us all band together sure. to be heard mm-hmm. and gain and to be uh, not that it's going to the world's going to change anytime soon, but we can see. That those these things that are happening are pertinent to the, the, the things that we see in the last days. Mm, mm-hmm. But um, this is a very serious, serious issue. I mean, for me, is because uh, I wouldn't have been here without a mama. Hmm. None of us have been here without a mama. Mm-hmm. And uh, two men, uh, there was a, I think you remember that movie a long time ago with uh, three men and a baby, but they were actually three heterosexual men and a baby, mm-hmm. not two homosexual men and a baby. Mm-hmm. Now, they have love. I'm not going to try and take that away, but they have uh, love that's that's not ordained of God. Right. And you can't, you can't, you just can't raise a child in a wholesome environment mm-hmm. without it being that balance mm-hmm. to women. You know what I mean? And then we see that even in relationships with uh, two men or two women, and that one's going to play uh, the, the have the dominant role. As far as you know, if one uh, gets pregnant, they have to they have to use the method that uses men's sperm 
to have a baby. Mm-hmm. So you can't disguise mm-hmm. that. You know, I mean, almost it's like a counterfeit right. of exactly. something that, you know, God has, you know, put mm-hmm. put on earth and brought forth is a counterfeit. Mm-hmm. It's a pretense. Yeah. It's not something, you know, we we if we say we're saved, we, we know that it's wrong. But people get delusional. I mean, they get delusional yeah. because they have that 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 lust in that flesh, and it you know it just it just runs rampant. And then here we have a lot of problems, and we're gonna have a lot of, a lot of problems down the road. We're, well, we're right. having them, we're having them right now, yes, because if you and I we talked uh, last week about having targets painted on our back, but it, anytime you stand up, you're gonna be a target for the enemy, mm-hmm. and the things that he wants to do to tear down society and to uh, silence church doctrine and the word of God, mm. these things are going to amount to a monumental shift uh, to ungodliness that's mm. heading in a way that we don't really want to see it, but it's heading there. Mm-hmm. Any comment, mm-hmm. brother? No, like you mentioned, um, I was just talking to Mark yesterday because we saw a uh, a man and um, who looked like was presenting himself as a woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, it's kind of funny, too, in a way, because... They never really fool anyone. I mean, you know, there, there's times when people get surgeries done, all kinds of, you know, exorbitant procedures to try to look like something they're not. But most of the time when you see someone, especially a man pretending to be a woman, um, it's, I mean, you know, you write off, you're like, something's wrong. And then you take a second look and you're like, oh, this is, this is not a woman that's in front of me. This is a man pretending to be a woman. And it just, for a moment, I just was trying to place myself in that frame of mind of just having to live all day long in a costume, having to live all day long in a in that state of somewhere inside, you know, it's not real somewhere in your side, you know, it's not right, you know, it's not who God designed you to be. But you're literally living under a delusion, you're living under a costume all day long, you know, they they put on makeup, and they wear the heels and whatever it is. And I, I, I just that has to be exhausting, uh, psychologically to go throughout your whole day putting on an act to be someone you're not every single day. And, and it's just, it, it just hit me, you know, as, as just a moment of sadness for someone who is, who is trapped in that, because it really is a trap. It's, they've been caught just like someone under drugs or alcohol or whatever. They've been enslaved by this thing. So true. They've been convinced is real. So true. And so now they're having to go through this act every day to try to fulfill something that's not true, to live in, in a lie, literally. And I just, my heart went out, you know, for just a moment, it's just like, you know, because at first... Uh, to be honest, you know, as a straight male, you know, everything, you're taken aback. Maybe, you know, a lot of guys will say, hey, that's gross. You know, they get, they get, they're just like, whoa, like what's going on here? You know, because it's not right. It doesn't sit right. But then it just, like I said, God just touched me of like, yeah, but that's really sad. You know, that someone would be trapped in that and would be living every day like that. Um, and my heart went out to pray for that person, you know, and to, um, and, and the church does need to show, to see, to seek ways to show the truth, right? Because as you said, God will judge these things, but to show the truth in love to someone under that, because more often than not, when anyone religious approaches them, it is with that sense of like, you're wrong, you gross me out, you know, you're evil. Yes, 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 yes. uh, While the, you know, the, the, the things they're doing are evil, right? They are, but they are, they're also trapped. They're trapped in a, in a cycle of delusion. Well said. And um, we need to pray and look for ways to help them break well free of said. that. Well said. Well um, said. I'm a little bit older than Brother Sam here. Mm. And I said that tongue in cheek. <laughs> but we've all seen things. We've all experienced things. We, we've experienced things. I, uh, I mentioned this once before <clears throat> on, a, on, a, on a broadcast. I won't use any names. But I went to school with uh, an individual. And uh, in my homeroom at uh, my high school, 
and later on in life, you know, we, we knew that he had uh, the tendencies, you know, because uh, we use the word effeminate. And we do find effeminate in, uh, uh, I forget where it is, uh, as far as some of the works of the flesh mm-hmm. about uh, being effeminate. And that, mm-hmm. anybody that knows what that means, that means, you know, you kind of carry yourself. If you're male, you carry yourself and you, you do woman-like things, you mm-hmm. know, the way you posture, the way you talk, you know, the way you move your hands. But he was effeminate. You could tell it the way he carried his, his, his uh, books. Later on, way down on the road, uh, Brother Sam uh, uh, met a, I met uh, an individual, and uh, uh, let's say her name was Jane, but it wasn't. And uh, she ended up uh, being a friend of uh, my wife. And to come to find out, uh, my sister knew who she was. Now, this woman was in church, too. She was in church, you know, fully saved. And uh, this woman uh, that approached her, my sister, was the young man that I was in high school with. Mm. And uh, she said, do you know who I am? And my sister knew it right off the bat. She said, you're thus and thus. Well, anyway, the uh, woman had uh, went and had a a complete sex change. Mm. And uh, she ended up, uh, before she got kind of out of shape, uh, being a uh, dancer. And uh, they showed me a picture of them, Brother Sam. And I kind of liked, you know, (laughs) you could not tell because she had that surgery. Mm -hmm that she looked completely, most emphatically, like a well-formed uh, woman. Mm-hmm. But nonetheless, even though she did that, that's not what God intended for her life. Right. right. I mean, no amount of surgery like you talk about, no amount of costumes is going to change what God gave you at birth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even they're trying to do that, to mess with that now to where they're trying to change that from in the womb to try sure. to make that. These things... That's going to be the worst type of punishment for anybody mm. in hell. Mm-hmm. And the, the Lord says there's going to be uh, uh, more tolerable from the devil and his angels in hell than it is for some individuals that have done these things that we're talking about. Anytime you mess with a child, mm. anytime you mess with a child, I don't even care what it is, a young tender age child or whatever, you are violating a cardinal law of God. Mm-hmm. I created them male and female. And that's it. That has never, never changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, uh, known uh, cl- uh, some close relatives, my, my close, well, my, some of my close relatives, you know, not naming them, but they were of that persuasion. And they're not being, they're not being taught. They're not being brought under the umbrella of truth. Mm-hmm. This is why uh, your job and, and my job, the pastor job, is so everlasting important because we have to speak out on it. Right. You know, yeah. uh, you we always talk about you know to condemn the sin, but the sinner is got a soul. God mm-hmm. knows that, mm-hmm. and we are responsible for delivering that word of truth that they might be pricked in that heart and changed that mm-hmm. which has been delivered unto them mm-hmm. by somebody that you know either molested them when they were young at a young tender age mm. or they got involved with the wrong company. I mean, you know, there's very reason why this happens, you know, and we have to really look at that and pray about that because these people are lost. Uh, we talked about that individual, that uh, 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 sister uh, boy, her son was a full fledged homosexual and it was his lover that, it, that cut him and he cut him such bad. He hit him. He cut him with a straight razor across mm. the back mm. and split his back open, you know, where you could almost see the back of his lungs and dead. Mm. But, uh, Lord raised him up and changed his life, mm. changed his life. So we know it's possible, Brother Sam. Mm-hmm. But the Word of God, we talk about the efficacy of the Word of God. God can change 
anybody and and to anything if they have the desire. Mm -hmm. This is the word of God because it it would never be changed. You know, a woman's going to be a woman and a man's going to be a man till the Lord takes us all out of here and probably beyond. But the fact of it is, there's danger in it. And I kind of like to go to uh, look at Genesis 18 to where we can kind of get to get a feel for how dangerous it really is. I won't go through it in its entirety, but I would like you, uh, Brother Sam, if you can start reading and uh, kind of look at some things. If you, any, any verse that sticks out to you, you can stop at any time. But I'd like to go and start reading it. Uh, uh, we all know the story about uh, Abraham and uh is uh, and Lot, and what happened after Abraham was uh, the angels that visited Abraham were getting ready to uh, to leave and go to Sodom, and we uh, start reading verse sixteen, brother Sam, in, in chapter eighteen. And the men rose up from thence and looked towards Sodom, and Abraham went with them to bring them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham that thing which I do, seeing that Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him? For I know him, that he will command his children and his household after him, and they shall keep the way of the Lord, to do justice and judgment, that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he hath spoken of him. And the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down now, and see whether they have done altogether according to the cry of it, which is come unto me, and if not, I will know. Hold it right there. Well, Sam, that one verse 20. And the Lord said, Because the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah it's great. Mm-hmm. And because their sin is very grievous, mm-hmm. we're looking at eye to eye right now. We're, we're here again. I feel, I'll, I'll say this is what I feel, but I feel that we're looking at that right now because we see the injustice being done now. Mm-hmm. The organization LBQT or whatever that I can't keep pronouncing, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. It's not just a trickle, it's a flood. Yeah. And it's a flood, Brother Sam, that has permeated our government. Mm-hmm. This is what's most shocking. Mm. That's why I read the the content of that Colorado law and this person that you know trying to stand up for their rights. I mean, you know, we we, we had to really look at it, you know. But they made the law ahead of this situation, so this person ran headlong into that law and that change. Mm. Uh, we can't legislate our feelings because people right. that have them, you know, laws and all, but you can't make them, they can't make people, the lawless will never about, uh, obey the law. It's only, the law is only made for those that abide by the law. Mm. But it has permeate our government, Brother Sam, in the halls of Congress. I, I don't care which side of the aisle we have in, individuals that uh, thrive on this thing. You know, what is their agenda? Mm. What is their, what is their in purpose for doing these things and allowing that to happen. Mm-hmm. Ergo, we see that the spirit of lawlessness, the spirit of the iniquity that's already worked because we have spiritual wickedness, wickedness in high places mm-hmm. in government mm-hmm. just to impede what thus saith the Lord, I created them male and female. Yeah. And, you know, the context and, you know, this, we, we, we look at it uh, and we look at it for what it is and what it, what it what it's really saying, especially these days, for you and I and the church family. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead, my, mm-hmm. my brother. I'm sorry. Well, the, the other thing, um, those okay. verses right there that uh, stuck out to me is because he says the cry of Sodom and Gomorrah is great. Great. In other words, he hears and knows what's going on. 
And here it's interesting because essentially he's saying that he's physically stepped into this situation to go walk in and around in it and to, and to yes, sir. observe it up close and personal. Yes, he sir. says, uh, I will go down and see whether it's done according to the cry of it. Yes, sir. In other words, I've heard about it and he knows about it, but he's like, but I'm also going to take a closer look. And, um, and he says, and if not, I will know. You know, he, this is how God is with sin. This is how God is with our culture. You know, a lot of times uh, people chalk everything up to culture and they're like, well, culture has changed and that's all well and good, but God hasn't changed. Those laws we talked about all the way back in Genesis, you know, the sun and the moon, all these things, they're still established the way they're supposed to be. Uh, sin has entered the equation, yes, but sir. the yes, laws sir. of God have not changed. And so it's, it's really, I mean, I mean, it really is just a significant amount of pride for someone to say, well, that's old fashioned or that's the way, you know, culture used to be, you know, mm. but, but they'll say, you know, it's great now that people think more forward and people are more accepting. You know, this. It's like <laughs> the, the laws still haven't changed. The laws of God hadn't changed since the beginning. They haven't changed till now. And, and it's also the, the arrogance to think that uh, now we're more enlightened, right? That's, that's you know, we hear this yes, idea sir. now, uh, yes, woke, sir. everything's woke, you know, I'm, I'm woke, yes, I understand sir. all things now. <laughs> uh, and you, you look back through history and you say, and you see how the things that people are doing now are not new. They're like not they're, new. They're, they're plunging headlong into sin, but the sin is not new. Like the, not they, new. there are whole civilizations that rose and fell under not the new. banners of the sin that is going on today. And in all of it, you know, from abortion to witchcraft, to Amen. homosexuality, to all of it, it, none of it's new. And if you look back in history, you can see God always dealt with it. That those places, those regimes, they always fell. They always crumbled. As yes, soon sir. as they, um, yes, sir. There, there's been historic, uh, study, you know, if you want to bring science into it, Come on now. that um, as soon as the family starts coming apart, <laughs> as soon as the family starts coming apart, whatever civilization, whatever culture that is, will fall guaranteed. It's a historical fact. It's not a question of a religion or anything like that. It's just, this is how reality yes, works. Brother if Sam. the family falls apart, then the civilization will crumble. Yes. And you see where we are now. With, with all the aforementioned yeah. things are all targeted at taking out the family. So now things are starting to fall apart and really falling apart. Yes, sir. Um, and, and it goes back to something we've mentioned time and time again on this podcast is that you can't escape the consequences. You know, what goes up must come down. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's, again, it's, we have to remove, um, and you know, this is something I've learned over the past year, but I, I, I think a lot of, obviously those who don't have the Holy Ghost have a more difficult time grasping this, but we have to remove the idea that there are that there's a difference between the laws of nature and science and these things and then like moral laws of god like those are something mm. else those are personal you can kind of pick and choose those as you will <laughs> but then these other things we all agree on these no they're all you know it's it's a spectrum right it's a continuum amen but they're all under amen. god's authority so and true. All, they're all established so regardless true. of how you feel about them so true um and they'll hold true regardless of how what your intent yeah, so, so true. Um, once we start understanding that, then we can start living accordingly. Oh, amen. Amen. Uh, like we talked about earlier and on, on our podcast, it's all about balance. Mm -hmm. Amen. It's about balance. Uh, you can, we can find it. If, if me and you came up with some type of ideology, we can go right outside this door and find somebody to co-sign mm -hmm. what, right. what we think. Right. And, and a lot of people have co-signed on to this ideology. I told you before that it was in 1975, uh, about 1975, that the young uh, uh, missionary, her name was Kathy Warden, uh, or Warden, I never forget him. And the, the interpretation came 
the message came in tongue mm. and, and everything, you know, usually it's supposed to be quiet when this happens. You get to, you get the, you get the word and God usually does that. You know, everybody just somehow just stands sits mm. still. Mm. The word came forth in tongues and the interpretation came in the English. And I've, I've told you this before. And the word was pray, pray for America, for the thing that she is doing mm. has come up as a stench in my nostrils. Wow. That's heavy. And this is what you just got through talking about here. Mm-hmm. I'm going down to because it's come up as a stench. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it'll never be right, and it can't be right. Yeah. Uh, when we read further on down, we see that people need to be awake or aroused in Christendom mm-hmm. to warn not only them, but other, others that might even think about, you know, have a tendency. We all have a tendency in the flesh to be something that could be wrong. Mm-hmm. We're born with that propensity to do a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And this homosexuality and this thing is one of them. It's in there. Mm-hmm. But thanks be to God that we're not taken back, uh, taken over with that. Right. But it, the warning needs to be, and this is what we're doing. Anybody's listening, we're not, we're not, some people know oh, you can't criticize, you know, whatever you have to criticize in order to show the love. Mm-hmm. Is this, that's mm-hmm. just, that's just it. You don't, you don't let the child continue in their uh, foolishness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and then when they get to be older, it, it's too late because they've got that, they got that formulation. And then it's going to take a, a bigger jar to shake them loose from that thing that they've embraced for so long. Mm-hmm. But uh, you're absolutely right, brother, as far as, you know, the God has come down to see. Read on, my mm-hmm. friend. See, verse uh, 22. And the men turned their faces from thence and went towards Sodom. But Abraham stood yet before the Lord. And Abraham drew near and said, Wilt thou also destroy the righteous with the wicked? Peradventure there be fifty righteous within the city. Wilt thou also destroy and not spare the place for the fifty righteous that are therein? That be far from thee to do after this manner, to slay the righteous with the wicked, and that the righteous should be as the wicked that be far from thee. Shall not the judge of all the earth do right? And the Lord said, If I find in Sodom fifty righteous within the city, then I will spare all the place for their sakes. And Abraham answered and said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, which am but dust and ashes. Peradventure there shall lack five of the fifty righteous. Wilt thou destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, If I find there forty and five, I will not destroy it. And he spake unto him yet again, and said, Peradventure there shall be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for forty's sake. And he said unto him, O let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak, Peradventure there shall thirty be found there. And he said, I will not do it if I find thirty there. And he said, Behold now, I have taken upon me to speak unto the Lord, Peradventure there shall be twenty found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for twenty's sake. And he said, O let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak yet but this once, Peradventure ten shall be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for ten's sake. And the Lord went his way as soon as he had left communing with Abraham, and Abraham returned unto his place. Uh, <clears throat> Abraham basically begging God, mm-hmm. please, please don't, because he knows lots there. Right. And we see that the Lord is, even what we're doing right now, we're not begging, but we are really encouraging and admonishing because the word of God says we must, you know, cry aloud and spare not. Mm. So knowing my past life and the things that I've done and even more shame now than I was before because I really didn't realize how terrible I was in my flesh. It needs to be an awakening and we have to speak loud enough for somebody to understand. They've got legislation that's changed to accommodate this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Why can't we get legislation? Mm-hmm. I mean, what, mm-hmm. what, what do we lack mm-hmm. in, in, in effort 
and force and drive. We have the word of God, mm. you know, the most powerful force ever. I mean, we have the word of God. Mm. We, we, we do know that these things will come to pass. That's just it. Mm. That's just God's word. Mm-hmm. But we, we, we want to we talk about, uh, you know, we, we want to evangelize. We want to reach out, you know, and, and for souls. But we have the power to change things. But the, the, how do they get legislation going that quick, Brother Sam? Mm. You know, how do you combat that? The word of God. I know it. Mm. But, you know, somebody, somebody's got to listen. Somebody's going to listen. Because God has charged, like uh, like I said, you and I and, and our pastor and others that, you know, handle and exhort the word of God. We have a responsibility, responsibility to really speak out on it. Yeah. But we need to see God to speak it the right way through the power that he has given us. And mm-hmm. you talked about that uh, on, on your last uh, sermon uh, last week as far as. Mm-hmm. Uh, being overcomers yeah. and overcome that this is something to overcome because it's it's mm. it's leading to a real real bad pitfall for you know the whole of society because it doesn't seem to be uh, not gaining any more steam it just mm. seems to be just rolling and perpetuating itself mm. and not only here but all over the world mm. all over the world mm. so when we look at the the two angels that visit Lot and we know that story as to what happened. Um, but Sam, if you indulge me, and we probably can uh, wrap it up at the end with any comments that we both would have. Genesis 19, uh, verses 1 through 17. Mm-hmm. And there came two angels to Sodom at even, and Lot sat in the gate of Sodom. And Lot, seeing them, rose up to meet them, and he bowed himself with his face toward the ground. And he said, Behold now, my lords, turn in, I pray you, into your servant's house, and tarry all night, and wash your feet, and you shall rise up early and go on your ways. And they said, Nay, but we will abide in the street all night. And he pressed upon them greatly, and they turned in unto him, and entered into his house, and he made them a feast, and did bake unleavened bread, and they did eat. But before they lay down, the men of the city, even the men of Sodom, compassed the house round, both old and young, all the people from every quarter. And they called unto Lot, and said unto him, Where are the men which came in to thee this night? Bring them out unto us, that we may know them. And Lot went out at the door unto them, and shut the door after him, and said, I pray you, brethren, do not so wickedly. Behold now, I have two daughters which have not known man. Let me, I pray you, bring them out unto you, and do ye to them as is good in your eyes. Only unto these men do nothing. For therefore came they under the shadow of my roof. And they said, Stand back. And they said again, This one fellow came into sojourn, and he will needs be a judge. Now will we deal worse with thee than with them. And they pressed sore upon the man, even Lot, and came near to break the door. But the men put forth their hand, and pulled Lot into the house to them, and shut to the door. And they smote the men that were at the door of the house with blindness, both small and great, so that they wearied themselves to find the door. And the men said unto Lot, Hast thou here any besides, son-in-law, and thy sons, and thy daughters, and whatsoever thou hast in the city, bring them out of this place? For we will destroy this place, because the cry of them is waxen great before the face of the Lord, and the Lord hath sent us to destroy it. And Lot went out, and spake unto his sons-in-law, which married his daughters, and said, Up, get you out of this place, for the Lord will destroy this city. But he seemed as one that mocked unto his sons-in-law. And when the morning arose, then the angels hastened Lot, saying, Arise, take thy wife and thy two daughters, which are here, lest thou be consumed in the iniquity of the city. And while he lingered, the men laid hold upon his hand, and upon the hand of his wife, and upon the hand of his two daughters, the Lord being merciful unto him. And they brought him forth, and set him without the city. And it came to pass, when they had brought them forth abroad, that he said, Escape for thy life, look not behind thee, neither stay thou in all the plain, escape to the mountain, lest thou be consumed. Mm. Um, Lot uh, told the angels, he said that um, the mountains down there a little further, the mountains were a little bit too far (laughs) for him to make it. And uh, he ended up going uh, into a city uh, called Zor. Mm -hmm. 
and there he, he, he uh, missed that judgment. Of course, we know what happened with his wife. But the fact of it was that they pressed Lot so hard that the angels snatched him back inside. Hmm. And that's really a press. Hmm. Old men and young men that were just as perverted as they can be. And I read, read one account to where not only did uh, all the men, young and old, take part in perversion, but they had a more or less like a in Sodom, they had like a festival of just orgies and mm-hmm. uh, uh, wife swapping and giving daughters and stuff. A lot offered two virtuous women, mm-hmm. and they still had that hunger for that lust. Yeah, That's strong. That's really strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I think back on what we talked about as far as allowing children to determine what gender they want to be. Mm-hmm. And then that uh, young man had a suit in Virginia to where uh, I think it was, uh, you know, he wanted to go into the uh, FEMA restaurant, a uh, restroom. I think mm-hmm. we heard that. And he got, he got the, he got the right to do that. They mm-hmm. did that through legislation, brother Sam. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? How, how safe is, how safe is that? How safe are uh, people's children, their daughters, their sons with that type of perversion and that type of mentality mm-hmm. to where they're readily available for somebody to just, Cherry pick them and do them harm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, if they if their the mind is so distorted to where they, you know, I, I have my right, but then again, you open the door for other things to start oh, yeah. happening. Oh, yeah. And these things, it's a terrible time for our young people mm-hmm. uh, because they've got so much of influence and stuff of what's wrong. And here again, I'm saying we definitely need to cry out as far as, you know, our natural resources, our children, like I said, the family mm-hmm. units being mm-hmm. broke down and the civilization crashing. Mm-hmm. We're on the precipice of that right now, Brother Sam, mm-hmm. and that's the way I feel, and that's why I brought it back again mm-hmm. for this segment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Well, the uh, the verse that came to mind um, reading that passage with Abraham was in Matthew 5, verse uh, 9, where Jesus is talking, and he says, Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called the children of God. Mm-hmm. And uh, as those who know the truth, as those who are capable of perceiving and understanding uh, the mind of God, uh, we understand the justice and the judgment and the anger that God has towards sin. But we also understand His mercy and Amen. His love and His truth. Uh, but those who are in the world, you know, that stumble about in darkness, they they don't understand these things. And so we're in a very unique position, you know, stationed here by God to to really understand both sides of the the both Amen. sides of these Amen. forces that are really enemies, as, as Scripture says. You know, when yes. you're outside the will of God, when you're against Him, you're His enemy. Yes. And we have the chance, as he says here, to be the, to called the children of God by being peacemakers between God and man, by praying on behalf of, of the world around us and say, Lord, you know, extend your grace, extend your mercy upon these people, just like Abraham did, just like Moses did time and time and time again with the children of Israel, but then turning to the sinner and saying, look, God's angry with you. There's a problem here and we need to, you need to get it right. You know, there, you can be reconciled. There is peace in God and, you know, explaining salvation and the gospel to them. But um, it's just, it's like I said, it's a very unique position God's placed us in to, ha- to understand what it's like to have been in the world and to come out of it, and then also to understand, but God is holy and he can't, he can't no. allow these things into his presence. Amen. So he's left us here to explain that to those who are still in darkness, those who are still in the world, and say, look, you know, you might think this is right, this seems fine to you. If it was up to me, I could care less, right? Because mm-hmm. in my own personal opinion, I don't care what people do with their personal time. Mm-hmm. 
but according to God, there's certain rules and regulations of reality. Yeah. There's 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 a moral code beyond what I think is okay. Yes. Yes. And therefore, Amen. here's here's where you're outside of that, and here's how God's going to judge you for that. But here's also how you can make right. Here's how you can be reconciled to your God, and to show them the gospel, and to show them that path to salvation, that path to be reconciled with the Father. Um, and that's really you know that's really our whole job. Oh yes. Um, Lot separated from Abraham, mm-hmm. and he took his journey into Sodom. And Sodom was a rough is a rough place. Was mm-hmm. a rough place, very rough, very very sinful. Lot was in there with his family, and the son-in-laws thought that he was joking mm-hmm. when they mocked him. Yeah. they actually thought he was joking. Mm-hmm. A lot of people, Lord help us all, think that this is just a joke. Yeah, about what we're talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's no joke. It's very Amen. serious Amen. business. Oh yeah. Lot is in a place of sin, almost like a, he was a sinner of even being there. Mm-hmm. But he was saved by grace. Yes. He was taken out. He was taken out of there. Mm-hmm. The scripture that says that for uh, the Thessalonians, only he that will now let will let mm-hmm. till he be taken out of the way. Mm-hmm. Sodom could be des- couldn't be destroyed until Mm-hmm. Those righteous ones were taken out because mm-hmm. uh, they weren't even ten they could find, but they were taken out yeah. before Sodom was just could be destroyed. They had to be taken out before the earth reaches and before the judgment of God reaches earth. The church is going to have to be taken out, mm-hmm. and then that wicked one was going to be revealed. That sin of perdition is going to be revealed. Mm-hmm. It's going to be too late once the church is gone. Mm. That's why we're talking like we're talking now to individuals that either hear hearing us that or that know the truth and need to cry out. Because after the church is raptured, then we know that the the times are going to be escalating mm. and you and that's in your vein there of mm. eschatology. Mm. You know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. But you know, we they, thanks thanks be to God for the truth, Brother Sam. Amen. You know Amen. what I mean? Because like I said, each side of the spectrum I, I, I was just, you know, I'm just totally ashamed of the man and the person I was, but mm. you don't know until you get enlightened. Like I say, mm. you know how, you know how it is. And then you could actually be able to help somebody because you mm. know what Amen. it is like to, to live in sin and God give you a refreshing, fill you with that, that, uh, that spirit mm. of creation mm-hmm. and us, you know, we walk around with that gift in us and this, this body, you know, the excellency of the power might be of him and not of us. We are mm. trying to hear to help. And anybody that would adhere or listen to what we're saying and give and consider it, God wants a new life for us all. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's about all I had to say, Brother Praise Sam. God. Well, that, I mean, that really just reminded me of, to back around to where you started, uh, repent for the yeah. kingdom of heaven is at hand. At hand. At hand. It's right here. It's now. Oh, yes. It's now. Um, and the uh, the hour of of salvation is still available. He's still extending that hand of grace. Hallelujah. If you have not repented and Hallelujah. baptized in the name of Jesus and received the Holy Ghost, you still can. There is still time. Um, as of as of today, yes, sir. <laughs> there's still time. Yes, sir. Um, not, uh, I'm forgetting. I think it was Paul who said, you know, now d- today is the day of salvation. Um, and so, if you've not done that yet, today's the day to get it right. Today's the day to take care Amen. of that. So true. Um, so true. For those of us who have, who are in the kingdom of light, uh, you know, reach out, reach out to your neighbor, reach out to those around mm-hmm. you. Don't mm-hmm. be like Lot, who was living in the midst of a dark city and just keeping to keeping it to himself. So uh, the scripture so says true. that he was vexed day after day. Yes. He knew everything going on was wrong. He Tell knew it. the world was exactly falling right. apart. Amen. 
but you didn't see him going around preaching the gospel in every corner and, and saying, you know, yes, repent sir. because God's going to judge the city. He kept it to himself. He hid his light under a bushel. Um, and uh, that is that is a poor example of what the, the righteous can be. Um, but instead, we should be like Abraham, pleading mm. pleading on behalf of those mm. around us, but then also preaching the gospel so to true. Them, the truth. So thank you so much for bringing this uh, this topic out today, Brother yeah. Woods. It's uh, very timely, I believe. And if you're out there listening to the sound of this podcast, we appreciate you. We thank you for listening in, and uh, we covet your prayers. We thank you for listening. If you can, leave us a like or a comment on Facebook or on YouTube. And uh, let us know if this has ministered to you, how this has ministered to your life, and share it with someone that you believe God um, touches you with, that, that someone who needs to hear the message that the Lord's put on our hearts today. Uh, as always, we thank you, we appreciate you, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time here on The Efficacy of Truth. You are listening to your Apostolic Radio. At a church radio.